Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Believe in Tiger Woods on the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And a welcome into the Tiger Woods Podcast, episode number 18, right here on Believe, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe in Tiger Woods winning this week at the Northern Trust Open, the first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs? I'm your guy, Cam Rogers, coming at you. Hit me up on social media, at Mr. Rogers 99 on Twitter, at Mr. Rogers 98 on the gram. Here is the rundown of the program. First off, the new rules to the FedEx Cup playoffs. I'll give you guys a brief overview on that just to refresh your brains a little bit as we head into this very fun playoff season on the PGA Tour. Then the full-on preview of the Northern Trust at Liberty National just outside of New York City. Followed by a little segment here how Tiger Woods can still win Player of the Year, but it won't particularly be easy. So I'll talk about that later in the show and then wrap up with some news. Tiger Woods is hosting a new amateur-only team event. I'll talk about that. Actually, it's going to be at Liberty National as well. More details about this new event coming up later on the Tiger Woods podcast. Be sure to reach out with your thoughts on the show. Maybe leave a five-star review if you're feeling generous on this week of August. A lot of content coming your way the next few weeks because Tiger Woods presumably will be playing the next few weeks. This week at the Northern Trust is guaranteed. The following week as well at the BMW Championship We don't know for sure about the Tour Championship in Atlanta, but one can safely assume that Tiger Woods will qualify for that final leg of the PGA Tour playoff schedule here. So, the rundown. How the FedEx Cup playoffs work. So, you know the events, the Northern Trust, the BMW, the Tour Championship— The top 125 golfers in the points race gain admission into the Northern Trust. All right, so we have 125 golfers this week. You could pretty much equate it to an invitational kind of event. All right, so the top 70 from there advance to the BMW Championship. So that's the top 70 in the FedEx Cup points standings, not the top 70 on the leaderboard from the previous tournament, the Northern Trust. So the top 70 in the standings go to the BMW, and then the top 30 get into the Tour Championship. If you're wondering about Tiger Woods and where he stands right now, he is just inside the top 30. But he certainly could fall out of that if he struggles and some other players behind him play well this playoff season. The winner of the FedEx Cup playoffs wins $15 million. Where is Dr. Evil when you need him? Because that is one hefty bag of cash, ladies and gentlemen. The Tour Championship will, for the first time this season, feature what the PGA Tour is calling 
FedEx Cup starting strokes. So listen up here because this is the big change. The FedEx Cup points leader after the first two playoff events will begin the tour championship at 10 under par. The number two player in the standings will start at 8 under par. The number three player starts at 7 Number four is six. Number five is five. Players six through ten start at four. Players eleven through fifteen start at three. Sixteen through twenty start at two. Twenty-one through twenty-five start at one. And players twenty-six through thirty start at level par. At the Tour Championship, the player with the lowest aggregate score over 72 holes when combined with his FedEx Cup starting strokes will win the Tour Championship and also be crowned FedEx Cup champion. So you won't have that awkward situation where you have a winner of the Tour Championship, but also the ultimate winner of the FedEx Cup playoffs. That was the case last year. Tiger Woods won the Tour Championship. Justin Rose ended up winning the whole darn thing, the FedEx Cup playoffs. So that won't be the case going forward for the foreseeable future. And, of course, only three FedEx Cup playoff events this year, not four. The PGA Tour really tried its hardest to make sure that the playoff series would not bleed into the NFL season, thank God, because once NFL season comes around, it's really hard to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs, and I'm a golf analyst for crying out loud. The NFL is just king to every other sporting league out there. So really good decision here for the PGA Tour, Switching around the FedEx Cup playoffs, and also, thank God, we won't have two winners at the end of the Tour Championship. So that is the rundown there on how things are going to go the next few weeks. Let's talk about the Northern Trust at Liberty National. Beautiful views of Lower Manhattan and the Statue of Liberty on several holes here. It's a par 71, just a shade under 7,400 yards. Fairways and greens are bent grass. It's a course that's heavily exposed to the New York Harbor, which essentially means a lot of wind and a big emphasis on ball striking. Adam Scott, who holds the course record here at Liberty, recently said as much. So back in 2009, the course didn't really get a good reputation Due to the unfair nature of the setup, think back to like Chambers Bay in 2015 when everybody was complaining. Something like that happened back in 2009 at the Liberty National Course. So a 2010 renovation took place, greens were rebuilt, and the rough was cut down. This is the only playoff event with a cut. Like I mentioned, this is basically an invitational event. So, kind of exclusive in terms of its number, 125 in total, but there will be a cut at this tournament. There won't be at the BMW, and there won't be at the Tour Championship. As for Tiger Woods, let me just say, it's hard to tell what we're going to get, because 
so far this year, and again, it's a small sample size. I've said this many times. Tiger Woods has been a mixed bag and a really tough read so far this year. The Masters win, I did not see coming. The Open Championship missed cut, obviously I did not see coming because if you are a loyal listener of the Tiger Woods podcast, you know I picked him to win that tournament. In his last four starts, Tiger has missed two cuts, but also has two top 25 finishes. So he currently actually doesn't even qualify for statistical ranks because he does not have enough rounds accrued so far in 2019. So we don't really know where his game is at from a statistical standpoint because the sample size is so small. But we can infer from what we have seen so far this year and what I have studied on the tape is that his driver is good enough right now His irons are still flush. His wedge game is still iffy, especially in terms of distance control from, say, 90 to 125 yards out. And his putter is the most unpredictable club in his bag. That is the big thing with Tiger Woods going into this FedEx Cup playoff series, is that you just don't know what you're going to get with the flat stick. Now... We know that putting is one of the more volatile stats on the PGA Tour. Things can change literally week to week in terms of your putter. Ergo, Tiger Woods winning the Masters, but also missing two cuts in the major championship season. And his putter was a big reason why he missed two of those cuts at the British Open and at the PGA Championship. So if Tiger Woods is going to make a run at this thing then his putter is going to have to be red blazing hot. So the weather, speaking of hot, 85 to about 90 degrees. Classic summer heat in the Northeast. There could be the threat of thunderstorms. Usually is the case this time of year. I'm from New England. I have dealt with that type of weather, so definitely bear that in mind if you are actually going to the tournament. So the weather shouldn't be an issue for Tiger like it was at Royal Portrush when it was like 45 to 50 degrees, raining, brutal, windy, not exactly back-friendly if you're talking about a guy who has gone through multiple back surgeries in his career. So here's the reality, and... People, a lot of my friends in particular, like to make fun of me because I am somewhat of a Tiger Woods homer, and they just assume that I pick him to win every time I do this podcast, which is factually incorrect, because if they actually listened, they would know multiple times I have picked Tiger Woods to not win a particular tournament. The Northern Trust is now included in that. The reality is I just don't have real reason to believe that Tiger is going to contend this week. Now, you history buffs out there are going to be like, well, wait, he tied for second in 2009 and in 2013. But another history lesson is both of those finishes were multiple back surgeries ago, okay? This is a new Tiger Woods here at 43 years old where you really don't know what you're going to get week in and week out. He's not playing as much as he used to. He has other responsibilities. So again, I don't fault him 
for not playing as much on the PGA Tour, but that's just the reality. You don't play as much. You may not be as well-versed with your golf swing, with your ball striking, with your wedge game, with your putter, whatever the case may be. It's a field of 125, as I mentioned. So with there being a cut, is there the potentiality that Tiger Woods does not make the weekend? Sure. But I say that Tiger shows some flashes this week, but really does not contend. I ultimately see a finish of maybe like T45. Now, he plays in the morning on Thursday, early in the 7 o'clock hour, and then in the afternoon on Friday, which I like because if you're going to get off to a hot start, you more likely will during the morning wave than you would during the afternoon wave. The morning wave usually has calmer wind and softer conditions on the golf course that sets up well in my opinion for Tiger Woods to maybe build some momentum here carry that over into Friday afternoon and he can follow along with the leaderboard and really study what he needs to shoot to make the weekend if that is part of the equation maybe he's so under par that maybe it's not a concern But bear in mind, I do like the early, late shift, if you will, for Tiger Woods this week at the Northern Trust. But again, here's the problem. When you make golf predictions, you have to base it off of some sort of data. And the issue is, there's not a lot of data out there to go off of. Like I mentioned, statistically, he doesn't even qualify on the PGA Tour. So... I have nothing really to hang my hat on in terms of recent play in particular. He's coming off a missed cut at the British Open. He did not look good at all. Yeah, he had that nice little finish on that Friday. But still, what exactly does that mean going forward here in the FedEx Cup playoffs? Now, a lot of people like to argue that momentum is a thing in golf. As a former varsity golfer, who, by the way, sucked in high school, but still, yeah, you can feel momentum, but usually it's during the round. It's not tournament to tournament, especially when you're flying across the pond and taking a week off or two and then going ahead and playing another event. You know what I mean? So for Tiger Woods here, there's just so many unknowns. I have more faith in, say, a Brooks Kepka a Patrick Cantlay, a Webb Simpson for crying out loud, to win the Northern Trust more so than a guy who just is not playing all that much right now. I don't have a lot of data to go off of, and if I were to pick Tiger Woods to win this week, it would be a Hail Mary toss and a leap of faith with no real evidence to back it up. Remember back in school... When you had to write the classic five-paragraph essay, all right, intro, three pieces of supporting evidence, and conclusion. In my history as a sports broadcaster, I have always formed opinions based off of supporting evidence. And right now, my hands are tied, ladies and gentlemen. So for Tiger, I'm going to say T45 finish and then move along. So, player of the year. As we stand right now, Brooks Kepka is the guy. And it's not even close. 
Forget about Matt Kuchar, who has a couple of wins so far this year. Forget about Rory McIlroy. Forget about Tiger Woods. Unless. And again, Brooks Kepka is lapping the world right now in terms of his play. All top 10 finishes at the majors and a WGC win to boot. By the way, one of those top 10s at the majors, a win at the PGA Championship at Bethpage. The only realistic shot for Tiger Woods to win Player of the Year is to win one of the first two FedEx Cup playoff events. So either this week at the Northern Trust or next week at the BMW Championship. Then win the Tour Championship, which subsequently means he wins the FedEx Cup playoffs as a whole. So he has to check all of those boxes. While doing that, Brooks has to be an absolute non-factor in all three of these tournaments. So I'm talking about a missed cut this week at the Northern Trust. A T40, 45, maybe 50 finish at the BMW Championship. And then a dead last finish at the Tour Championship. So as they say in football, for example, when you're talking about the playoff picture, you have to win and get some help. That's the situation we're staring at for Tiger Woods. He's got to win this week or the next week and then definitely win the Tour Championship. While Brooks Kepka absolutely stinks up the joint. The issue is, even if Tiger Woods holds up his end of the bargain, I see no indications out there that Brooks Kepka is going to slow down. I mean, he is built for the big tournaments. We know that. The FedEx Cup playoffs is bigger now than maybe in years past because of the new changes and all of that. And with the series only being three tournaments, there's more pressure to perform well. So it's very, very, very unlikely that Tiger Woods will win the player of the year. With that said, if that scenario plays out, the one that I just ran through here about Tiger Woods winning and Brooks Kepka struggling, yeah, there's a chance. There is a chance. All right, so let's get to the final bit of the show here Tiger recently announcing that he and his foundation will host an amateur-only event at Liberty National. So the inaugural Nexus Cup will debut in late September, and it's dubbed, quote, the most exclusive amateur event in the world. It'll be an invite-only team competition event with prizes ranging from Rolex watches, I like that, Dinner with Tiger, I love that, and exclusive trips to Tiger Jam or the Hero World Challenge. Now, the press release did not mention whether this would be co-ed, male-only, or female-only. I would guess that Tiger Woods is going to give more details on that at his press conference at Liberty National this week, and I will have details on that on my Twitter, at MrRogers99. Be sure to follow me, and I will be... Giving you guys some insights in terms of what Tiger Woods is saying during his press conference. And we will learn more about that. But pretty cool. Team event, amateur only. And we don't really see a lot of 
amateur events on TV. I'm curious to see if this will be televised. I am fairly certain somebody will pick this up. It is the Nexus Cup that will debut in late September of 2019. So it's happening pretty darn soon. All right, so that's going to do it for this edition of the Tiger Woods Podcast. Once again, follow me on Twitter, at MrRogers99, no D in Rogers, and on Instagram, at MrRogers98. Next week, BMW Championship Preview. We will have better data to go off of a full-on tournament here at the Northern Trust to kind of base my prediction for the following tournament. This week, we're kind of going in blind. The next week, we'll have some sort of tape, if you will, to analyze with Tiger Woods here in the FedEx Cup playoffs in 2019. Cam Rogers signing off for the Tiger Woods podcast. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.